Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ang episode na ito ay mula sa Oxlang Podcast. Kung nagustuhan ninyo ito, hanapin lang ang Oxlang sa inyong podcast app. For OPM Lovers, by OPM Lovers. Welcome to another episode of Oxlang. Today, we are talking to award-winning musician Francis De Vera. You may not have heard of his name, but chances are you've heard of his work. Ito na ang totoo. Dahil ito na ang totoo. Dahil ito na. Ito na ang Astro. Astro Cigarettes. Astro. Astro Cigarettes. Cigarettes. Pagkatapos mong kumain, mag- That was Astro, one of the songs of the much-missed Radioactive Sago Project. He's also the musical director of jazz funk band Brass Pas 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 Pas. Francis is also active in theater as a musical director. One of his most recent projects is the 2019 production of Ballet Philippines, The Tales of the Manuvu, a rock opera retelling of the creation myth from the Manobo tribe of northern Mindanao. Obviously, Francis wears many hats. And today we wanted to know more about one in particular, that of film score. When you hear the music, you associate with the movie, the title of the movie. So that's how powerful soundtracks are. So how does Francis score a film? In a film process, there's pre-production, the actual shooting, and then the post-production. So you come in the, the post-prod? Post. Yes. Pero pre-prod pa I go with the director sa meeting. So in that meeting, what is it that you need to know? So in the meeting, they'll give you scripts, so kung ano yung direction ng film, story, para in a nutshell, ano yung mangyayari sa film. So okay, may idea ka na. Then they have something in mind din with the music. So ikaw, di ko, pwede ka rin i-pitch na something like that. Mag-agree kayo, director. So pahabang nagsishoot na sila, pwede ka nang gumawa ng mga, let's say, teams. Ito yung team sa script, yung, yung bida or yung villain, ganun. Okay, so pag dumating na yung tinatawag na final cut ng film na edit na, yun yung time na mag-score ka. So nakatime talaga yung per scenes, per minute, gano'n. And then do you use sample or do you do it live? I do it live. Each day might look different, but what is his personal process when he scores films? I know you do it early in the morning or really late at night, right? Pag horror, <laughs> ayoko nang late at night, nakakatakot. <laughs> Pero usually, talaga madaling araw kasi... Tahimik, walang construction. Can you do it in one go? Like a three-hour, two-hour movie? Misan may ganun eh, na parang magpapascore, isang gabi na lang. <laughs> <laughs> Pero maganda doon, wala na revisions. Francis' music has been featured in many films. The song you heard earlier, Astro, was part of the soundtrack of the 2005 indie film Pinoy Blonde. He also composes original music for films in different genres. If you look at your own body of work, which one are you most proud of, would you say? Baka yung siklusyon na. 
In 2016, he set the tone for the horror in the film Seclusion, directed by Eric Mati. Ano, ano ba yung plot niyo? Medyo weird eh. <laughs> It's about conquering your demons. Yung mga deacons kasi ito eh, mga going to the priesthood. So parang final test nila is to survive the night. So the next day will be ordained na eh. So very scary kasi kung ano yung demons sa utak ng deacon, yun yung lumalabas. For example? Uh, yung isa, ayaw mamigay ng food or suga pa sa food. Yung isa, maniac ganun. May mga ganun tipo. Yung isa may problema sa parents. During the Metro Manila Film Festival, his composition Dominus Miserere won the best original theme song. How does Francis decide which instruments to use for certain moods? Uh, usually, I create themes eh, or late motif sa, let's say, certain characters. Parang sa mga theater din. Diba? So, pag dumarating yung character niyan, may tutunog na na very particular notes. Uh, so, one character, one musical instrument. Oo. Characters or moods, depende sa kailangan. Especially for horror. Ano ba yung mga instrument normally ginagamit dyan? I guess not a guitar. Uh, more, mostly violins, strings, cellos, and then yung choir. Ano ba yung quality ng string that makes it scary? <laughs> Going back to the psycho sound, no? Even if you've never seen Alfred Hitchcock's 1960 film Psycho, you probably know that iconic shower scene. Parang associated na kagad yung Screeching eerie na violin to horror or suspense. <laughs> Seclusion wasn't the first time Francis collaborated with Eric Mati. In 2009, he composed music for The Arrival. The film follows Leo, a young lonely man in Manila. He left his stagnating home life and day job to look for a house in a woman that he kept seeing in his dreams. For Francis, composing for the film was challenging and creatively demanding. This is very interesting because the score It's mostly soundtracks. We chose different singers like Noel Cabangon, Joy Ayala, uh, Rico J. Puno. And then we made songs particularly for certain scenes. So are all original? Yes. You wrote all of that? Oh, kasama ko si Lourdes sa lyrics. Hindi ako magaling sa lyrics. He's referring to Lord De Vera, poet and vocalist of Radioactive Sago Project and also his brother. I have to record each songs. Kasi pag sa score, pwede mo lang gawin sa keyboard eh. Ito per song, re-record namin sa studio. Saka namin isa spot dun sa scene. So ilan yun? Parang eight full songs to ah. So I have a band, I have a band ready. Tas halos isang buwan kami nag-record. Almost took me a month. So when you say you have to have a band, that means you have to write the music for each instrument there, right? I have there, to write right? the, the music score sa music sheet. 
for each one. Yes. So, gagawa pa ako ng study na sa computer para lang matest lang din muna ng director para ma-approve but before recording it. So, parang doble trabaho. But it was fun. <laughs> Francis also had fun with the 2016 comedy in the film Patay na si Jesus. It's the name of the husband. So, hindi naman siya blasphemous. It's a dysfunctional family. Eh. They have to go to a trip for the husband's funeral. So adventures along the way. Parang siya Little Miss Sunshine? Yes, actually. So kung strings ang sa horror, what was your main instrument here in Patay na Sesos? Yung mga horn, mga basun trombone <laughs> so yun yung parang associated with comedy films actually mga animations for francis movies shows and plays are meant to be listened to not just watched and so i asked him what are some of the most iconic filipino soundtracks for you The first song is from the 1984 movie, Baguettes. Baguettes tells the story of five teenage boys going through a lot of firsts in their final year of high school. The movie starred veteran actors like Luz Valdez and Rosemary Hill and up-and-coming ones like Aga Mulak and Herbert Bautista. So what made the Baguettes soundtrack special? Ayun theme song is called Growing Up. By Gary Valenciano. Parang ira ko kasi siya eh, na very personal to me. Na. Parang yun yung TGIS. <laughs> Sorry. Gimmick. Parang coming of age yan. Hindi ko lang maalala if it was written after the movie or it was written for the movie. Feeling ko for the movie eh. Kasi nagkaroon ng album, just baguettes lang. Just nandun yung growing up. And then the next one. Pero ito medyo mababaw, ah. yung sitcom dati na palibasa lalaki. When you hear the song by Hagibis, yung katawan, you associate the song dun sa sitcom. For an hour every Tuesday from 1987 to 1998, we caught up with a household of rowdy men and their gin-drinking landlady as the show's writer, Jose Javier Reyes, described it. Pero that is uh, emblematic of a soundtrack. Kasi nauna yung kanta eh. Yes. Hagibis released Katawan nearly two decades before Palubhasa Lalaki. But for Francis, he will always associate it with Richard Gomez, Joey Marquez, Jan Estrada, and Carmina Villaruel. I think it was one of those big 
uh, sitcoms that launched or relaunched ABS-CBN after it resumed operations in 1986, after the Edsa Revolution. Let's move to the third one. Nagustuhan ko din yung medyo drama to nung 2000. Kailangan ko ikaw, si Regine, and si Robin. Medyo rom-com siya. Pag may Robin Padilla naman, rom-com gagad. <laughs> This movie is about a mechanic played by Robin Padilla who fell in love with a successful but lonely singer played by Regine Velasquez. Dito ko narinig yung uh, tuwing umuulan ni Regine. Doon niya ginamit siya. Eh. The version of Regine of, uh, of the Ryan Kambiab song. Ryan Kebyab wrote the song for Basil Valdez in 1980. In 2018, he described Regine's version as mesmerizing in a Facebook post. Tapos, may kanta yung apo dito, yung Suntok sa Buwan. Ginawa naman ni Ellie, Ellie Bendia. So, very interesting yung soundtrack. No? Francis has a note for composing music in romantic comedies. Mahirap mag-score ng rom-com. Ba't siya mahirap? Pag hindi masyado effective yung film or yung mga eksena, Parang sa'yo kukuha ng ano? Ng feel. Oo, parang alam mo yun. Misan binigay mo na lahat or hindi mo pwede ibigay lahat kasi parang alam mong hindi na nag-work eh. So ano instrumento yan since rom-com? Piano? Ang trend ngayon sa rom-com is ukulele. But you don't play a ukulele. Sa keyboard. May magandang <laughs> patch. So kaya naman. And now, something a little bit more recent. Very iconic naman sa nakalang decade yung film na The Thing Called Tadhana. <laughs> okay. 
the 2015 film follows Angelica Panganiban's Mace and J.M. de Guzman's Anthony from their meeting in Rome to traveling around Luzon. They develop a friendship as Mace moves forward from a relationship that just ended and Anthony processes his previous relationships. Yun yung parang the queen of all rom-coms. <laughs> Why do you think it was uh, nicely done? What made it a great movie? Game changer siya na parang before sunset na film, puro usap lang. So parang in-apply nung director. Parang first time ganun yung isang drama or romantic comedy na film. So na-associate din yung film dun sa song. And then na-promote din yung places sa Philippines. Sagada, Baguio, ganun. Actually, kaya sumigat yung sagada eh. <laughs> Oo nga. Di ba yung sa clouds? Now we move to another indie film. Minsan sa may kalayaan tayo'y Nagkatagpuan may mga sariling ginig At kanya-kanyang hangad sa buhay Very iconic yung film na ang nawawala, indie film ni Marie Hamora. The 2012 Cinemalaya finalist is about Gibson Bonifacio, played by Dominic Rojo. He goes home to Manila after three years of studying abroad. During the holidays, he tries to reconnect with his family, friends, and himself. Mga bands din yung bida rito eh. Sila Jego, sila Jazz, ganun. So Jazz of uh, Itchy Worms. Mm, sila din yung nag-score. Pero ang soundtrack, may songs ng Itchy Worms, ni Ebe, ng Siudad, may Apo. Kung sakaling mahadaan baka Kawayaking tawagan dahil minsan tayo ay naging tunay na And those were France's favorite OPM soundtracks. Pero teka muna, ano nga ba ang pinagkaiba ng soundtrack at score? Soundtracks are usually pre-existing songs put into films. Like Saturday Night Fever, you have disco songs there. Ang film score kasi, it's basically original music composed for that certain film. Yung score kasi, mostly, mostly instrumentals naman siya. So, made up of musical cues to produce a film score. Parang so mostly mga pianos lang, violins. If you've watched old films, Western or Filipino, you might have noticed that the scores sounded different. How has the process changed? During the old times, they need to write it and the orchestra will play it. Imagine the animation yeah, before. Yeah, the, the chase the tones, scenes. Yung yun. Sobrang grabe. Bawat pakbo nun. Sinusulat? Talagang nakaredy yung composer and then yung orchestra. So, dapat sync lagi yun sa screen. 
Nung early 2000, uh, hindi pa masyado digital yung workstation. Nakapag-work pa ako sa LVN Studio, dyan sa may Pituasan. So, nagsuscore kami dun sa malaking screen. So, dinala namin yung keyboard. So, okay, record. Stop, gano'n. So, you have to go to the studio, literally, para live Parang live accompaniment, in a way. O, pero inire-record nun ng engineer yung gagawin mo. Pero ngayon, pwede ka nang mag-work sa bahay. Na. <laughs> Bibigyan ka lang ng copy ng film. And then, kahit nga laptop, pwede na dyan eh. So, mas madali ngayon mm-hmm. kaysa dati. Okay. Parang kasi, daya, no? <laughs> oo nga eh. Dati kasi parang kailangan ng full orchestra to score a film. Now you don't? Hindi na eh. Is it because of the expense? Yes. So, is that why the films before had better music? I can say yes. They mixed the live and computer music. Well, actually... Tunog-wise, mas rich na yung sound ngayon. Pero you before, mean for, with, the, yes. with the use of a computer? Yes. Pero before kasi, mas mararandama mo yung organic na sound and music. Very warm. So what separates a good film score from a bad one? May nag-quote dati na, if you notice the music in the film, it's not a, an effective score. Dapat, hindi mo siya naman notice daw. Otherwise, parang ino-overpower niya yung, yung scenes or yung acting. Now, how do you make that balance or strike that balance between not being noticed and being noticed? Ang natutunan ko, when, there's, when someone's talking, either mag-drone ka lang or mag-sustain or be, sobrang hina. And then if they stop talking, pwede ka na mag-take off ulit. Notice sa mga, mga TV series, mm. di ba? kumakain lang yung mag-ina, di ba? Ganun yung scoring nila eh. Kasi pag sa TV kasi mabibilis eh, hindi na, lagay na yung music, lagay na yung, ano, okay, play, ganun. So, sa movie, medyo dapat hindi ganun. So, balance. And then, the use of minimal chords, yun yung gusto ko kay Hans Zimmer. Uh, konting notes lang, para may konting recall din. And then, Kasi pag maraming notes, tendency ng listener, hahanapin yung notes na yun. O pupunta yung notes doon ha. So, wala ka na doon sa visuals. As much as Francis enjoys film scoring, nothing can replace his love for live performance. Yung band ko naman ngayon is called Brass Pass 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 Pass. Members are from different bands as well. Maging drummer si Wendell from Pupil, si Nikki galing freestyle, si Kakoy from Barbie's Cradle din. Si Mike Lewis, yung singer namin. We're actually parang reviving Manila Sound, no? OPM. So parang Tito Music for the new generation. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can follow Brass Pass 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 sa Facebook, sa Instagram, sa Spotify. Yun. May album yung Brass Pass Pass. Ang pangalan album namin ay Greatest Hits. First album. And then, may YouTube channel din. Why the four pass? To echo the hornaks. <laughs> so parang, brass, pass, 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 pass. <laughs> Dapat ganun talaga siya eh. <laughs> And that's it for this episode of Oxlang, isang podcast ng Philippine Daily Inquirer powered by Puma Podcast. Thank you ulit sa ating guest, Francis Devera. Huwag kalimutang mag-subscribe sa Oxlang on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. I-follow kami sa Facebook and Twitter at Oxlang. Hanggang sa susunod na episode, mabuhay ang OPM. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.